Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Kind of just like talk and see what it sounds like. I might have to change the position. Yeah. Okay. So wait, so aspartame? Fuck aspartame. Um, no, but like people, like personal trainers and shit who just shit all over like, um, like Diet Coke. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. We know Diet Coke's not as good for you as water. Right? Like, yeah, anyone clearly. can figure that out. Yeah. But if you're drinking a gallon of water a day and you're having a, a Diet Coke here and there, who cares? Exactly. Right? Life is for living. Right. That's a great point. And I think that's, like, where the lifestyle aspect of it comes in instead of it just being, like, you know, a block of time. And then you're just like, fuck it, and go off the rails, and then yeah. circle back. Yeah, because you see that with fighters, right? They're, they're super strict. Everything's perfect for six to eight weeks. They do a fight, and then they gain 30, 45 pounds back. Yeah. And it just all goes to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. I, right? We've been there. I've been there. You've been there. Yes. Well, maybe not like 30, 40. I've definitely put on 30 pounds. Um, but, yeah. So, I want to talk all about Saturday. Well, not even necessarily just Saturday. But I think... You have a really interesting way of not only training but coaching too, and I wanted to talk about both of those things, getting input and just how you like kind of uh, figure we call it brainstorming with Brian, like how your brain kind of looks at things, breaks it down, and coaching and teaching it because it's cool to see how the growth of the jujitsu program. You know what I mean? And you're obviously a huge role in that, so I figured we talk about that, and then also from the competition side, does it? Do you find it helps? Do you find it sometimes a distraction, like shit like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So it's it's hard to focus on, on two things at once, um, which is both you know blessing and and a curse. Um, like I was telling you before we started, uh, I just got nervous this morning about my match Saturday, and some of it you know I've been just so busy with with training, but busy with with coaching and, and the gym and and everything else I got going on that I haven't had time to think about it. Right. So that's that's been helpful. Um, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to go out there and do anything that, that I haven't drilled. I'm not going to go out there and do anything that I haven't taught in the past six months. Right. Right. Like it's, it's a very open book. I'm a very open style. Like, you know what I'm going to do to you. You know what plan B is like. Just try and stop me. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, it's not like I'm saving secret details for advanced people or, or like, oh no, this is my game. Like, no, like. Come to my gym, train. It's it's all there. It's all on the mats. Um, so yeah, and then as far as like coaching, you know, coaching and competing and, and trying to do everything, like I don't know. It's um, I'd say coaching is definitely more rewarding. As as far as like watching people do what I taught them, like oh yeah, like oh we fixed that last week and and now he's hitting it live, like. 
That's way more rewarding than getting my hand raised. Touche. What's more nerve-wracking, too? Um, definitely yeah. watching other people compete. Right. Because, like, like and, and a lot of these guys, I've been with them since the beginning, or they've been with me since their beginning. So, like, everything they know is, is me. So I, I go out there and I watch them test themselves, and it's like, that's, that's them, but it's also it's me. It's a reflection of me out there. And so when I see openings and I see things that they don't see, like, I think that's my fault. Like, I blame me. Right. And it is what it is. I mean, obviously, I'm not the one out there. But, you know, for these, these homegrown guys, like, yeah, everything they know is because of me. Or yeah. YouTube, but mostly me, <laughs> I like to think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when, when you go out there and you watch them pull it off or you watch them fail, like, I, at the end of the day, I feel like that's my responsibility. That's on me more than it is on them. You know, and I, I try not to tell them that. But yeah, like, it's what I feel. Yeah, that's a really good point, too. And I think, yeah, and it shows. It shows in the way that kind of, the, and, and like, I think the cool thing about going back to the community idea of it is it's less about, and I've heard you say this, and in, in, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but like less about the win than about, you know, kind of a task. Did we rep something? Did you see something? Hey, we were working on that all month and you hit it. You know what I mean? That sequence. Maybe even something else happened and there's a mistake made. Cool, but I'm excited to take these takeaways from it and highlights. Yeah, and, and when my guys go and compete, you know, I yes, I want them to win, but I don't, it's not what I look for. Like you said, I, I look for, hey, have you done the things where we've been drilling and, and repping out? Have you, did you make weight? Did you gas out? Like, because that's on you. Right. You don't pick who shows up on the other side of, side of the mat, but you do pick... You know, did you put the time in? Did you put the reps in? Are you in shape? Has, has your diet been on point? Yeah, that's a good point, too. What Kind of doing what you can and what you have control over and just being like the rest, all right, you can't really control that, so we worry about what we can. And that's interesting to kind of say. Like, I was saying this before, too, before recording. It's just you're really good at having uncomfortable conversations when someone needs to hear something. And you may not want to have to say it, but you got it. You're like, all right, this is just fucking what it is. Listen, your takedown's not so great, bro. I want you, after a minute, I want you to sit. But Johnny said, no, no, no. Like, listen, bro, honest look. Yeah. Or, or, hey, yeah, you're the smaller person. Don't get underneath them. I don't care what happens. I don't care if you, it never goes to the ground. Don't get caught underneath them. Oh. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm not there to coddle people's egos. Right, like I'm, I'm not there to make people feel good about themselves. I'm, I'm there to, to teach them something and to give them something that they can work on and, and to use. And it's not me patting them on the back. Yeah, you did great today. Like, right. Even if they didn't, if they didn't show up, like, I mean, they show up by physically being there. But you can kind of yeah, tell too. Some days you just don't show up for work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like the mental part of it, whether it's fatigue or distractions or something's going on. Like some days it's just not there, and it's not gonna bullshit someone saying like. Just wasn't there today, man. That's yeah, yeah. not gonna lie to you. Sometimes, you, like I said, you just don't show up, and, and I've been there. Um, I had a super fight early, early this year. I I should have won. Um, I I beat the guy in the past, and it just this going on and that going on and this that and the other in my life, and I got a late start, and I lost that decision. Um, you know, and it is what it is. Like sometimes you just don't show up for work. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I think the ability to also like rebound from that too, going back to the community side of that and having support here and going back to that concept of, yeah, like it's okay, we're gonna work on this, we take this away, it allows it to continuously happen. Because I feel like there's extremists obviously in every kind of sport or any kind of endeavor that we go on, but sometimes those highs and lows can be so extreme to the point where it's like, you'll see people that are even more talented or have other things going on, but it's just too much of the extremes they can't keep it going. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, and I think I think people they do things for the wrong reasons. They compete mm. for the wrong reasons. Yeah, you know, that's true. I I compete one because I, I thoroughly enjoy the entire process. You know, I I enjoy the preparation. I enjoy the nerves, the anxiety. I enjoy going out there. Um, specifically, the moment when when you step on the mat and everything kind of goes quiet and slows down. Um, you know that moment is there's there's nothing like it um but i think people go out there and they want to compete because they want to win or they want to be the best and they at some point they stop enjoying the process they stop enjoying what they're doing and and that's the moment when everything's over yeah and i think that's hard to avoid well not necessarily not avoid but like once you see it you're like ooh, you're you're fucked man like we gotta either address it you gotta let it go so, yeah, just, um, you know, whatever you're doing, enjoy it. Like, you, you have to love it. You have to enjoy it. That's why we don't do fear-mongering, self-defense, like, oh, big, bad, scary men are going to rape you. No one comes in, no one trains for a year, for six months, for a lifetime, because they're afraid of the outside world, right? Like, people train for years and years. I've been doing this seven years because I love it, not because I'm afraid or not because I wanted to get in shape. Like, yeah, okay, I, I was overweight, I wanted to lose weight and get in shape, and that got me in the door, but it's not why I stuck with it. Bingo. I think that just exposure is that initial step, but after that, it's a completely different ball game, right? It's, that's why I think it's awesome, it's life-changing. Yeah. You know, and that's why it's life. cool. And it's, it's a complete lifestyle change once you, you embrace it. Um, it. It really is. I went from you know drinking a six pack a day and smoking a pack a day to I'm, I'm a professional athlete. Like I'm in the gym six, seven days a week, multiple sessions a day. Um, you know, I'm here full time, so it's it's really is a full lifestyle change and re rewrite. And you know, no one in my family was athletically inclined, and I don't come from a, a family of athletes. It's not like oh, I would have done something athletic. If it weren't for this sport, like, no, it's it's because of this sport that I've done it. So, dude, I so that's actually kind of great. To, like a little sidetrack, I want to run on for a second. It's just your personal story with jujitsu because a it's a great story, and I think it also will inspire people listening because there's a lot of people that'll you know listen to things and hear things and kind of know like this is awesome, but just getting through the door is a really really hard thing for some people, whether it's intimidation or insecurities or whatever things go on like that. But I think hearing it from another person that's completely changed your life, right? Like this yeah. is your life now. Um, what was that like initially? Like like you said, smoking cigarettes, not training? Yeah, so it, it started, I went on a, a rafting trip. We went floating down the river, a bunch of my wife's family. And, and you know, I definitely wasn't the most overweight one there, but I was embarrassed to take my shirt off. Um, you know, and it's all family and my wife, I was already married, so it wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to impress people or, or anything crazy. 
it just I was embarrassed to take my shirt off. And we made it through the holiday season, New Year's rolled around, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to quit smoking and, and turn my life around. And I did like a couch to 5K program. Um, turns out that wasn't that hard or challenging. Did the program, it was over. Signed up at a, a Planet Fitness because it was cheap. I had no idea what I was doing. I was bored out of my skull. And I looked for a boxing gym in the area. Because um, I thought, oh, well, boxers are in shape. And I was, you know, fairly angry. I was 22, 23 at the time. And uh, so I showed up to an MMA gym on grappling day. And I had an idea, like, jiu-jitsu was a thing and UFC and, and MMA. But I didn't really know, like, it was a thing. So I, showed up, I show up. It's Florida, it's May, so it's just starting to get warm. Big warehouse gym. And I threw up halfway through the warm-ups. Nice. Always survived the rest of the class, and then it came time to go live at the end, and I was, girl was five foot three, maybe, 120 pounds, soaking wet, and she put me on my ass and strangled me. And that was it, I signed up that day. Um, probably shouldn't have, my wife had thyroid surgery like a week after that, so I probably should have saved my money. But I did, I signed up. I was like, well, she can do that, I can do that. Like, And that was coming up on seven years ago, so. Dang. You know, I, I lost 50 pounds my first year. Um, started lifting after that and, and trying to be in shape for jiu-jitsu. Um, you know, bounce back up and back and forth, but yeah, um, never, never, got above 225 again which was cool and then most of the time walk around 210 and it's just you know it's, it's because I love what I do it's it's not because I want to be the best I'm not that driven or motivated like I don't wake up and tell myself oh you have to be a world champion it's just no like I get up it's Monday morning I went for a swim this morning came home packed my stuff I'm like alright let's go do jujitsu. um you know, I, I thoroughly enjoy what I can do. So, and that's th I think that's like taking anything away from all of that to me is like in the enjoyment, right? And like want to be here. And that's what's cool about seeing the people here is they want to be here. And I think that's why it's such an interesting community because everyone can kind of understand it too and kind of relate to the idea of what the value in this brings beyond just like the fitness side of it or beyond just one dynamic yeah. by itself. Because, I mean, if I if I just wanted abs, like, that'd work for a summer and then do, go do CrossFit and diet and then get a six-pack and then who cares? Like, not that motivated. Um, but it's, yeah, I just, I thoroughly enjoy what I do. And that's why we don't train on Sundays either. Like, I, I have the ability. I could put a Sunday class in if I wanted, but nah, because then it's seven days a week. Mm -hmm. and there's no break and right now I take Sundays off I spend time with my family and then Monday morning I'm excited to come fresh to jiu I'm right. excited to come to work again and that's um, huge that's important How, did you always kind of know that right away or did that something that took time to understand like oh okay this is something I'm missing here as, as far as taking the days off yeah so yeah, my yeah. wife actually said something to me right right after our daughter was born um, and and what she said was it wasn't the quantity of time I spent at home, it was quality of time. And so, you know, I started making a point like, hey, I'm at home, 
I'm at home now, like put my phone away, be present. Um, and then, yeah, just sort of turned out where like Sundays, my last job week was closed on Sundays. So it just turned out that like Sundays was the day I wasn't gonna do anything. It's all family time. Um, and like now, over the past few years, having people ask, yeah, you should do a Sunday class. Well, no, we're, we're open six days a week. Yeah. Like, I've got uh, 14 classes on the schedule, I think, 12. And open mats. Open mats and three, four kids' classes, I don't know. Like, we're here six days a week. Mm-hmm. If, if Sunday's the only time you can train, I'm, I'm really sorry. Like, reschedule your life. Not for you. Or, yeah, yeah like, if you can't make it on that, and then there's other options. But yeah, like, dude, that's, that's what I think is one of the coolest things, too, is that, that balance and dynamic. And now circling it back around, like, even this competition coming up, and then after that, where do you kind of see it going? Like, obviously, that's not the only reason you do this, but when it comes to competition, setting goals, I think it's cool that you have SMART goals, like, by the acronym, and um, there's reasons behind it, right? So I figured, talk about yeah. that a little bit. So, so my goal with, with competing, and, and part of why I've been competing so much this year is it's it's for the feedback it's for the exposure of of where the holes in my game are what i need to work on what i need to improve on um you know because for the most part it's me and johnny we we get a few other people but you know being top of the food chain in the gym like yeah that's great for my ego but i don't get better Right. right so so how do you get better you compete you find out what you need to work on and then you work on it and you drill. Um, so, you know, my, my goal of competition is to do that. And then, yeah, like, I've, I've got a bit of a chip on my shoulder. Like, I, you know, maybe I wasn't hugged enough or something. But, uh, yeah, no, I want to prove that I can go out and I can do it. And I want to prove that, hey, if I say I'm going to do something to somebody, like, then I do it. Yeah. Um, and it was funny before my last super fight, about two weeks before I had a dream uh, where I twisted the guy and then that's what I did. Like, okay. Burrito. Yeah, so like that, that mindset of, okay, no, this is what I'm gonna do, period. Like, let's go do it. Um, works out really well. And then kind of like similar question of before is when did that start kicking in? Was that right away? Was that while you were coaching or before that or after that? Like when does that kind of kick in? Oh, I think it, it comes from getting comfortable competing. Um, for the first about three years I was training and competing, like I couldn't hear my corner off the mat. I, mm. I, <laughs> made no difference if you were there or not like I couldn't hear you um, so you know getting used to that getting used to the adrenaline getting used to being anxious and the nerves and the anxiety beforehand um, and like okay yes I'm nervous yes I'm freaking out a little bit yes I'm about to go face a world champion but also at the same time being like yeah okay it's good that I'm nervous let's use that energy because I'm gonna break his mind, body, and spirit. Like, <laughs> like, if you listen, I love you, but it's not personal. It is what it is, right? 
Yeah, like that's the task at hand. And the goal. And and I think with the exception of one person in seven years, like I've never had a match against somebody I didn't like. This mm. person. So. But, but yeah, you could still turn it off now. After I mean, turn it on. After you turn it on, do you find it challenging at a certain point to turn it off, or like how did you learn that aspect of it? Because it's easy sometimes for people to eventually be like, all right, I got to turn it on. Time to go. Where they're just anxious for hours at a time. But I think being able to turn it off and kind of getting control, that's interesting, too. Like, what is that? Like, turn the anxiety off? Yeah. Like, oh, no. Once I'm a basket case <laughs> right until the time I step on the mats. So even, but then afterwards, there's, some people I find have a hard time, like, turning it off even after the fight, after the match, after whatever's going on. They're, like, just still riding a high. How do you shut that down? Um, so, like, afterwards, the only time I, I you know, and it's not even losing, it's, if I feel like I didn't perform well, if I feel like I, I choked or I hesitated, um, you know, something, if I do something bad or I do something wrong in my match, um, then yeah, that, that anxiety, that, that feeling, those negative emotions stick around. But otherwise, like, it's done, it's over. I just had an awesome match. Like, I fought my heart out. Either I won or I lost. You know, either the guy was better than me or I was better that day. Um, and I'm just, I'm happy. It, it goes back to enjoying what you're doing. Mm. And, and doing Why it for the right it? reasons. Yeah. Right? Like, That's a good point. I don't know. I just, I love jujitsu, so I'm going to do it. Boom. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. Good way to bring it back around, too. And I think that's another, like, again, little nuggets in here. That's why I was like, even when we were talking before, I, I thought it was important to record this because you bring up good little pieces that I think people can just take away those, even just those little bits, and it can be game-changing, it can even be life-changing, and all those pieces of it, too. Um, so, fuck yeah, Brian. So, I'm also, I'm going to put all your, like, info competition stuff in below in the details, so you guys can click on those links. Um, I think we're also going to get some other, like, YouTube videos, kind of, that we'll put below, some stuff you've worked on with Johnny, um, social media, all that good stuff. Talk about any shout-outs, like, to your sponsors, things like that. Um, yeah, man. So chaos and pain supplements. Yeah. So chaos and pain. Um, started using them. Fucking amazing supplements. Um, like the strongest pre workout I've ever had. But not not just pre workout, right? Anyone can pack stimulants into a powder. It's it's total athlete care. So they get a joint support um, that I actually like better than most of the CBD products I've tried. They got a sleep support that's. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. It's non-habit forming. I can be woken up by my my four-year-old in the middle of the night, if need be, um, but I get a full night's sleep. So yeah, chaos and pain. Best supplements in the world. Check them out. Use my code Butcher for twenty percent off. And then Honey Athletics. So if you're in the market for a gi and you want to pay for a premium gi, not the cheapest shit you find on Amazon that's gonna rip and smell like shit. But if you're looking for a good gi, check out Josh Williams over at Honey Athletics. Tell him Brian sent you. It's by far the best gi I've ever worn. Yeah, and they just look fucking cool. Like, I just like the design that they have. Um, Sweet, man. Yeah, and obviously, what if I want to come train with you, Brian? Rogue Combat Club. 811 Tunnel Road. Up here in Asheville. Come see me. Um, Yeah, we're here six days a week. Morning and evening, so come in and train. Yeah, and I think what's cool about Asheville is there's people always coming to town too 
for like tourist reasons or whatever, like if business going on, like, and, um, so for those that are even just traveling in town for a little bit, if they want to come, maybe get a private in with you or something like that, can they just reach you through the page? And... Yeah, man. Hit us up on Facebook. Um, let me know you're from out of town and that you want to stop in or, or book a private. We'll get you in. Um, don't, probably don't hit me up 20 minutes before you want to come train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's a good move. That may not work out, but yeah, Brian, thanks, dude. I appreciate you taking time. Uh, I'm excited to co go see you crushing on Saturday, Johnson City. Um, and actually, yeah, this will be out probably Tuesday or Wednesday. So when when do you turn tickets in? Like, can people hit you yeah, up for so, tickets? Um, I'll turn tickets in Saturday at the event. So if you want tickets, hit me up. Come get me um, here at the gym. They're 20 bucks. Be be a good time. Bunch of wrestling and other uh, jiu-jitsu on the card. It's Johnson City, so it's, it's local. Um, should be a good time. Come on up. Woo. And then that's Saturday. And then that Sunday is the Nicole Hunt seminar. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for actually, this goes back to not being able to turn off the coaching mode. Oh yeah. Uh, big part of Johnny and I's bottom game is half guard and she's coming in. She's going to show half guard passing. Um, so like the top side of stuff, which will be really good. And then she has a different body type than Johnny and I. She's not 200 pound thunder thigh gorilla. So, um, if you're listening, come and check it out. Be good time. Yeah, and the, just the technique of it. I'm excited for that. But, woo! Thanks, Brian. I appreciate you taking the time, dude. Yeah, man. So, I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free and that is it y'all. See you on the next one.